Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hello and welcome back to the True Condos Podcast. First of all, my apologies if my voice sounds a little strange this week. Um, No, I did not take up a three-pack-a-day smoking habit. I'm just fighting off a little cold here, so bear with me. I'm very excited about this week's show because I'm going to be talking to AJ Kilty of Varsity Properties about a new condo investment called University Suites. You may have heard of it already or seen some ads or heard some ads about it. But before we get to that, I have a new review on iTunes that I want to share with you. And that comes from Joe Toronto, goes by the name of. And Joe says, uh, if you're interested in the Toronto condo market, you will want to spend some time listening to Andrew's interviews. His guest list is awesome and his questions and insights are thoughtful. So thank you, Joe, for your review. And if you would like to leave a review, please do so by going to iTunes, searching for the podcast and clicking leave a review. Reviews are very helpful in getting the word out about the show and so that more people can benefit and learn from all the great guests and experts that we have on this show. So please uh, leave me a review. Thank you. Now, like I said, I'm going to be talking to AJ Kilty, who is the president and CEO of Varsity Properties of Kingston, Ontario. And we're going to be talking about University Suites. So quick overview. University Suites is a new condo coming up in Kingston, right next to Queen's University campus. It's a project aimed directly at condo investors, and the investment model is based off of other wildly successful projects like Sage Condos in Waterloo, and maybe you've heard of Academy Condos at the University of Toronto Scarborough, which sold out in just about three weeks' time back in June of this year. So basically, with these projects, you're getting a guaranteed rental income, plus you're also getting full management, so there's nothing for you to do either, and the units are fully furnished. So that's, that's a very interesting package um, for the condo investor. Why student rentals? Well, higher education is a booming industry in Canada, in case you haven't noticed. The growth rate of university admissions is amazing. And so if you're in the housing business for people going to university, then it can be a great market because your customer base is growing every single year. And one of the objections that some people have, and the reason why they say they don't want to invest in Toronto condos, is that you don't get good cash flow. That is, you're relying more on capital appreciation, prices going up, than you are in getting rental income uh, in your pocket every month from your tenants. Now, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that the condos that I invest in myself and that I teach my clients to find and invest in are all great at producing cash flow, uh, mostly because we're buying them below market value. But if you're an uneducated buyer and you just look at the so-called average Toronto condo, which the media often likes to talk about, the average Toronto condo does this or that. You know, I'm yet to uh, find uh, the so-called average Toronto condo. But anyways, um, when you break down the numbers on the this sort of average basis, then you're, you're looking at the rental numbers and you're not going to be very impressed. Uh, but the student rental condos uh, at something like University Suites, they produce amazing positive cash flows. And when you consider that the price points are significantly less than downtown Toronto pricing, 
It's my belief that every condo investor should have something like this product in their portfolio as they build their condo investment portfolio for retirement. Okay, so anyway, I interview AJ here, and he's going to give me the rundown on how he got started in real estate, talk about what the rental housing market, what the rental housing market like is like in Kingston, excuse me. And I also asked him some tough questions on behalf of all the skeptical Torontonian condo investors who might be thinking, maybe this is you. Why would I invest in a condo in Kingston? And so for all the show notes on this episode and to learn more about AJ and Varsity Properties and University Suites, just head on over to truecondos.com slash AJ. And now here it is, my interview with AJ Kilty. Um, AJ, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you being on the line and giving us uh, this interview. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to help. Yeah, so why don't you start by telling everybody a little bit about your story. Like, how did you get into real estate itself? Like, what's your background? Where'd you come from? Um, and how did you get, you know, how did you get to where you are today? And tell us about what you're doing today. So give us a little bit of that. Absolutely. So I uh, did a commerce degree at Queens and essentially... Like all commerce grads, I followed everybody to Toronto. My first job was in, was actually at Procter and Gamble, where I was okay. responsible. For are you? Where are you from? Time. Sorry, where, where are you from originally, uh, AJ? Are you from Toronto area? Or are you from Kingston area? I'm born and raised in Kingston. Okay, so yeah. so you know Kingston inside and out. You're from there, and you, you're there now, obviously. You betcha. So and you I, went. You did the Queens thing. Local boy goes to Queens, and then you ended up. Yeah, in Toronto. I ended up in Toronto, essentially. I ended up working in a, a career that had a path, you know, a very established career path. And I, I realized that my, my aspirations were probably a little bit larger than what I could establish in, in a career. So I, I started doing lots of research into the real estate world. Um, and essentially from there, I, I kind of came to the conclusion that I had to, had to get into commercial real estate to learn. And then after a very short period of time, about a year in Toronto, I realized that Kingston really was home and I needed to be back in Kingston where my family was. So for me, that meant uh, rejigging my practice from just office leasing and into uh, res- not so much residential, but more apartments, multi-res, and looking yeah. at into the retail industrial world. And I basically plowed every single dollar I made in, in brokerage commissions into student housing. Um, okay. At the time, it was simple uh, single-family homes where you load them up with lots of people inside of them, and you make a great return. And that's, that's how it all kind of began is – I began with a single home and leased it out using some of my marketing experience at a rate that was much higher, about 50% more than the market was used to seeing. And the one key thing we began on that first property was housekeeping services. And to this day, housekeeping services included in the rent has been a hallmark of our city properties and one of the defining characteristics of the service that we provide because there's so many great things, not only just for, for owners to be able to see what's going on inside the properties, but also for residents to give them a boost and help them through their, their long school year by having little touch points that come home to a fresh and clean and, 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 uh, and good-feeling place to live. So it all began with the first property. Um, Varsity Properties Housekeeping Services was, was, a, was a big part of it, and it's to this day as well. So essentially, I uh, worked as a commercial real estate broker, and over the course of about four years, uh, I then eventually brought in my housemates from university into the business. They were engineers and had a, 
a lot of great experience. And, and so they were able to work out on the construction and development side of the business and okay. look at so, all the financing. And those two people are um, yeah. my partners, Bernard Lutmer and Oscar Johansson. And we've basically now been friends for almost 19 years. And for the better part of the last eight years, we've been business partners. And right. that's Podium Developments. That's Podium Developments. Okay, so... Um, Oscar and Bernard, your partners, are sort of the podium development side of your business, and yourself, you, you're the varsity properties side of, of the business. So um, so that's really interesting. So you started in Toronto as, a, as you did commercial real estate, doing leases and things like that in the commercial area. And then you went back to Kingston. You you took the, some money that you had earned, and you bought your first investment house, like a student rental house. Can, tell us, just I'm always curious to, to to hear people's first purchase. Like, what was that first purchase? How much was it? Where was it? You know, what did you rent it for? That sort of thing. Absolutely. So I decided I didn't have a lot of experience, so I, I was able to do a deal with somebody who did. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Leo Matsoff had. Decades and decades of experience in architect locally who bought old places and fixed them up. And usually he would keep them, but in this case I was able to convince him to sell one of his recently fixed up places to me. And it was a, a pretty simple deal. You know, it had all the, all the great hallmarks of a no money down deal as best we could and try to convince him of my, my youth and exuberism and enthusiasm. And, uh, and he was getting a little on in his career, so he was happy to, to structure a deal with me that allowed me to pay basically pay all but $50,000 up front and then slowly over time pay down a second mortgage and then refinance it at the end of, uh, I think it was a three-year term originally. And that's how it all began. Um, so we bought do you that. Remember, like, do you remember what that purchase price was in that first house? I, I can't Mr. recall Davidson. precisely, but it was in around 400000 I think, 450000 maybe at the most. And this was about when? About this is 2003. About 2003, okay, yeah. Is when this all started out, and we went to work. Um, when I say we, it was my my then girlfriend and soon to be fiance now wife. Yeah. Uh, we went to work in in basically creating the most amazing property that our customers could ever imagine. So we at the time. So why did you decide to do that? When when Kingston, uh, you know, I know Kingston a little bit. Uh, Kingston sort of in Queens area, known for the student ghetto and sort of low quality uh, student housing, that sort of thing. You decided to go high end. You decided to really, it sounds like you're shaking up the market a bit and, and totally putting something out there that wasn't out there. Exactly right. We decided to go high end where for decades really it had been a low end business and a, lot, a whole bunch of lack of respect for the customer essentially. I grew up in a hotel just down the street, uh, down the road I should say in Ganlockway. So I bring a hotel mindset to the real estate world. Super services, 24 support. You know, Interesting. So your family's a hotel, your family's owned a hotel. Is that that's where you... That's right, yeah. So it's okay. called the, the Gananoque Inn, just in Gananoque, Ontario. Yeah. So when he, I approached the, the housing business from that side of the world, and so it really it, it brought something very new, because for the most part, there's always been sort of a master-slave, you know, landlord and tenant kind of relationship, especially for students, because most landlords take advantage of the fact that students don't have as much experience and education in the world of renting. But in the end... I saw that the real customer is not the student. The real customer is actually the parent behind the student. And they want different things than perhaps students want. They primarily mm -hmm. want a safe and secure place where their student can be able to thrive. You know, parents 
they save all the time, a lot of money, you know, 18 years to send your kid to school somewhere. They don't really know where, but they have yeah. these savings, and they, they, they want to make sure that this, this most important asset in their entire lives, their children, have the most incredible opportunities to succeed. And so that typically means a safe and secure place that's close to campus. And for the most part, in Kingston, up to that point in time, the houses were very, very run down, and there's always been a location default. So if you're close to campus, you lease overnight, and because there's very few options and huge demand, and very little supply, landlords have to work too hard to get tenants. And so I decided that let's just, this is, this is one of those opportunities, let's just change the model. Let's give the most incredible place that is super easy. So we'll just make everything included. We'll find a way to give you internet wireless free. At the time, that was huge. That was brands making new free wireless internet, blew everyone's socks off. Um, and then we also included housing services. And so that's how it all kind of began. And and from that point forward, we, we had great rents, more than we were, had previously had with the original owner. And we just kept going. We we refinanced and we, we bought some more properties and slowly over time, um, we grew from owning and renovating properties to actually developing. And that's where my partners and my my housemates were, were extremely useful because they had experience in engineering and finance. And that's Really, what it comes down to in building properties, you got to be able to deal with all the various levers required to get properties out of the ground, and financing is a huge part of it, and curating zoning and applications to get zoning and the design of buildings are, are the other big part of it. So my two partners, Martin Nostril, have that side of the business, and we work extremely well together. So we own all the assets together ourselves, and we take the operating part and we separate it into one that faces uh, the residents, the varsity brand, and then the one that faces the um, you the city's municipalities or, or, or buyers of, of condo units. Uh, and that's how it's run. So eight years now we've been partners, and, and now 10 years Varsity has been in business, celebrating our 11th uh, anniversary this November. And we're really excited about this new model. For years we have had people approach us, say, can you manage my property for me, or can, can I buy one of your Varsity properties, or maybe can I buy all of your company or a chunk of your company? And we've always said no, because – there's never really been the right model and like quality of property out there that we could comfortably put our brand on, put our name on, and say, yes, this is a varsity property. We set out two and a half years ago to create that kind of product that people could buy, where they actually could own a piece of varsity properties through a varsity properties designed and quality developments designed condo unit. Basically, all the same services that you would get at a regular varsity properties, but you have the convenience as an owner of buying and selling it as you choose. And it's built to the standards that we set, which is a very important thing to remember because there's so much low-quality product out there in student housing. Our properties really shine and stand out as being high-quality alternatives. Wow, that's great. Um, so really interesting. I really like that. There's just piecing the whole story together. Uh, from your growing, you know, sort of your upbringing in a hotel environment, and then flipping the model on its head with your first rental property in Kingston, going high end when everyone else was going low end. It sounds like you, you know, you had a home run with it right away, and then you started, you you partnered up with with um, with um, with your partners, and then you started building. Uh, more student housing to expand the model and now you're taking to the next level of actually building a condominium where you can invite other investors to participate in your same model under your same brand which you've you've been building for 10 years i think that's that's really cool to see that evolution as it com- comes along and i guess it's really exciting for you to to see it also get to this point 
It certainly is. It's been a long time coming. Uh, we, we really have an amazing culture, an amazing team of people here at Varsity Properties. And we've had, we've waited. We, you know, we've waited long to make sure we had the right culture before we offered this opportunity to outside folks. Uh, that's a big part of it, right? You have to have the right people on the bus. And so for us, we now have reached the scale and have the systems in place to be able to, to look after these large-scale communities. And you know, we just opened up a, a property in Oshawa, actually, about uh, three weeks ago. It was our largest community yet. We have 260 residents that moved in on the 1st of September. And they received their product on time. That's the most important thing. You know, after 22 buildings that we've constructed and leased, we have delivered on time 100% of the time. And that makes it very easy for parents to be able to say, yeah, you know what, I will pre-lease your property. I'll give you my deposit because I have confidence that you deliver on what you, what you say you're going to do. And that in student housing is absolutely critical because quite frequently it just, it's not delivered on time when there's issues. But for us, we know that our capacity and ability to deliver the next project largely depends on the reputation of the previous project. So we push really, really hard and schedule really carefully to make sure we deliver things on time so that people get exactly what they're expecting when they walk in the front door. Amazing. Let's talk about Kingston now. So a lot of people listening are familiar with the Toronto condo market. A lot of investors here uh, have, have purchased in the GTA, but maybe some people are not familiar with Kingston. So what do condo investors need to know about the city of Kingston and about the current sort of state of the housing market there. Can you give us an overview, a course of a snapshot of what's happening right now? Absolutely. I'll start on the demand side. That's a really interesting story. Kingston is anchored by three institutions on the education side. Queen's University, of course, as most people know, RMC, Royal Military College, and St. Lawrence College, which is a local community college. So it's an education town and has been for, for many, many, many decades, almost 200 years now. And so there has been a culture of excellence that exists, and it continues to draw in the very, very top students in this community to, to, to learn. So on the supply, on the, on the demand side, what I think is very fascinating is that we have a school that currently is about 24,000 24, students at Queen's University. And the university itself has actually just built two brand-new residences, or they're in the ground building them right now, to add the ability for 500 new first-year students. So what that creates is the demand for three, basically three times that amount off campus because when you live in residence in your first year, you have to leave at the end of your first year and go find housing elsewhere. So 500 new seats in the first year creates a need for 1,500 new beds uh, for the next three years. So it's a very exciting time because there's an increased demand for our product for the off-campus housing as the university continues to expand and has expanded continuously. It's, a, it's one of the top-ranked schools around, and they, they're actually you know, being very careful in how they grow, and every time they do, they, they still get way more applications than they ever could possibly fill. So the, support, the demand side is very, very good. What's interesting, too, is that the university itself is made up of students who are 95% out-of-town residents. So they, they grew up in a place other than Kingston. About 85% are from the GTA. So there's a huge need for rentals because 95% of these you know, students come in looking for a place to rent for a short term, between three to four years, basically. So then you turn over to the, the supply side. And what's really interesting is that Queen's University is situated on Lake Ontario. It's right on the lake. So there's no chance you can build anything to the south which is great, physical barrier. Uh, then over to the east is a heritage area, which is, again, unable to be redeveloped. It's constrained, so you can't build new supply there.
This is the east side of the campus. That's right. It's called it's called the Sydenham District, is what it's called. Beautiful right. architecture is one of the things that Kingston is known for. And then if you go to the north, there's a lot of properties that are all sliced up in tiny, tiny pieces. And it's it's hard to assemble these pieces of land. So there's been a lot of barriers to, to actually building new quality product because it's so hard to get enough property close together to go and build the scale required. And also, you can't forget, the rents are so high everywhere because there's huge demand. It's hard to actually justify the, the, the land costs. That's, that's another issue. And then basically you're seeing the, the slow spread of the campus uh, student area sort of moving to the west. So those are the, all the areas around the campus. We have a very constrained location of where we can actually build. On top of that, there's also zoning constraints. Kingston is, uh, has some very you know, difficult zoning to be able to figure out where to put high-density, tall buildings. So we have a situation where there's pretty much only Princess Street where you can be able to build on. And Princess Street, as it goes from east to west, actually sort of goes farther and farther and farther north and away from campus. So we're at the closest place you can be to University Avenue, right at the corner of Princess University. So we can't really build anything closer there. The density zoning isn't really permitted to go anything closer to campus. So we got a really great location for all of these physical barriers, which basically constrains the supply. It's kind of like a... It sounds like... It sounds like you're in the sweet spot in terms of location. You're right. You're, yeah, you're you're sort of you're you can't get any closer, and you don't want to go any further away. So this is this is the sweet spot, isn't it? Exactly right. It took us about two and a half years to assemble all the pieces of land to make this project come together. Right, and and so again, so finishing up the uh, on the supply side. Um, like what? Uh, what is, is there anything else being built like this? Um, why what, or has has anybody tried to do something like this, or or is it just like you say, due to physical constraints and due to um, zoning restrictions that it no one's done this yet, and this is just uh, you, you're sort of the first mover, first movers in this type of a product. I'd like to say we created the idea of condos like this, but we didn't. We're following examples in Waterloo. We're following examples in Guelph and other examples in London, Ontario. It's not a, not a new model, but it's definitely new for Kingston. Uh, there hasn't been anything like this built here before, which is, which is, I think, a very unique opportunity to be first to the market for this kind of thing. There are other uh, housing developments coming online, but they're farther away from campus. So... As a student's number one priority, as a parent's number one priority was, of course, safety and security. A student's number one priority is location. Kingston has additional unique factors to it. There's no on-campus parking for people, so it's hard to drive to campus, like say you would at Western and park in a parking lot, or UIT and park in a parking lot and walk to campus. There aren't those kinds of parking lots available on campus because it's a very constrained urban campus. Then there's the issue of transit. It's, it's, transit is it's not as frequently serviced as you might expect for the area, so it's hard to live far away and commute to campus by transit. It's really cold in Kingston, so going by bike uh, and the snow issues that come with riding a bike make it really tough to, to bike a long distance, so really we're left with walking. So that's why walking is number one thing for students. They want to be super, super close. They want to roll to bed. Uh, what might seem like a long ways away in Toronto is just an impossible distance away in Kingston. So put it in perspective, uh, we have people frequently ask us, well, I want something five minutes from campus. We show them something, you know, it's 10 minutes or 12 minutes from campus. Say, no, 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 
five minutes from campus. I don't want to even think about anything that's even ten or twelve. Ten or twelve, it's too far. Fifteen minutes, forget about it. Those, ex no those extra five, five, yeah, those, those extra five minutes are a deal breaker, breaker, right? It really is. It really is, and the, and the rents follow as well. So here we have a location that's five minutes from campus to walk. There's also bike lanes that go directly to the building from from main campus to our building, and it's just truly you can't you can't beat it. You can see campus from the front door of this product and this project. It it really is an exciting opportunity and, and really an a location which won't be replicated. And I think that the neat thing about Kingston is that it really is a GTA market in terms of rent expectations, but we're getting lower cost land in the GTA. So that's what the, one of the beautiful things about this project is. And, and so that's the, that's the supply side. We have a, a you know, very limited supply close to campus. You know, There's not a lot of new product coming online and won't for a long time because of the zoning constrictions and also servicing capacity as well. So it's, it's, a, it's pretty cool. We're, we're really excited about this project. That's great. Oh, let me ask you, if you don't mind, I want to give you some tough questions. I want to ask you some, uh, uh, you know, if you uh, some condo investors from Toronto listening, uh, you know, they have that Toronto bias. They only are used to investing here. Maybe they're a little bit skeptical about getting into uh, an investment in Kingston. So some of the questions they might be asking, I want to ask you right now. Is that cool? So let's great. Let's start with uh, the rental rates. Now I'm, I'm fortunate to have a little bit of a sneak peek at some of the rental rates that you're going to be um, guaranteeing uh, in the project for investors. Now, um, how realistic are some of these numbers? Because they seem quite high. Or maybe a better question is: um, Are these are are these uh, are, like what kind of rates do you think someone will get for? these types of condos in the future when the building's actually completed? Well, one of the things that's important to think about is that because we expect the proximity to campus will be a major driver of the type of resident that lives there, we get to think about the product less in terms of per suite and more of per bed. And so if you consider that uh, a person has a, a child, saves for 18 years, and then basically spends that lifetime savings in, in three years on off-campus rent, there's a lot of spending power, especially when that spending power comes from the GTA. So we have GTA customers coming to a, a market in Kingston where the land is cheaper, but still the rents are very high because of that huge demand for close to campus. So, you know, even right now, I mean, it, it, it's, it's amazing. There are no properties that are amenitized like what we're planning here. So when I say by that, uh, properties this will be the first property that has an off-campus gym the way we have it here with, with a yoga room and study rooms and, and the kind of programming that really makes it a special place to live. Those really aren't available anywhere else close to campus. These are all other properties that might be uh, available to rent are usually single-family homes or small, small apartment buildings, which have zero amenities whatsoever. They're also very inefficient to operate as well, so their heating costs are higher there. Um, if you think about the rental rates that we're getting right now, it, it's it's basically the same numbers we projected in this property. Uh, slightly more just because of the, all the amenities that are available, but really we're getting these rents right now. That's the most amazing thing. People can't even believe it when, we're, when we like when we show them and tell them the numbers that we're getting on our existing product. And the reason we're getting that number, we're getting these high rent numbers, is because all the factors I told you earlier, extremely constrained supply and an increasing demand, and, and only increased demand, but increased demand from affluent students and their families who really want the best for their child's success. Right. So you're getting these, because you're saying you're getting these numbers are similar to them right now. We are. Um, 
uh, but uh, you know, when when the average person who doesn't know the Kingston market looks online, they might see ads for uh, you know a room in a house for six hundred dollars or something like that. But explain to us like the difference between the average Kingston uh, property and the types of properties again that your that that Varsity Properties is is renting out. I think you had a perfect point there, and that th- these really are different than what you may usually see. Quite frankly, if, you, if it's September or after September, and you're looking online for a place to rent, and it's still available for rent, it is absolutely terrible. <laughs> the quality is extremely low because if you have anything, it's leased up. If it's still available and it's cheap, 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 it's because it's in terrible, terrible condition. And quite frankly, you have to imagine there are some properties that have had no maintenance on them for 40 or 30 years. It's crazy, but that's the, that is all that there's out, that's out there. So. Mm-hmm. What really is important to understand is that after 10 years of building this brand of high-quality student living, varsity properties command a premium. It's as simple as that. People expect now to get a level of service that they would not otherwise be used to getting around here. So they pay a premium for the brand and the experience that we're able to provide to residents. And what's really interesting is that you know we have now so much information and data. We're always looking for ways to try and improve our systems. We can see what people want and are willing to pay for. And so we stripped some things out of our systems. We've added things to our systems. And we've created a product that really is, is designed to make a resident's life a lot easier when they're attending school. And that is the reason why we continue to get a premium over the properties that you may see available for rent. And again, if they're available for rent in September, they're absolutely terrible. Right. Good. Great point. So when are... Uh when do most properties get rented out for the September 1st start of the school year? When are the students actually signing the leases for those properties? Great question. So there are two major markets in Kingston uh, for our business, essentially. There is the undergraduate market and there is the graduate market. So I'll start with the undergraduate market. Uh, we begin our leasing, our, our marketing on, on September 1st. The moment they arrive to campus, we start doing events to try and attract their awareness to our brand to hopefully make them become one of our residents in about seven or eight weeks later. We begin leasing our products usually October 15th, and then we usually are done our leasing of our products typically around the end of January. And all that leasing that is done are for leases that commence on the first day of May. That's typically what the undergraduate market will, will be attracted to. So, wow, that, that's something that we're definitely not used to in Toronto. So you're leasing out these properties 8 to 11 months, if my math is correct, 8 to 11 months before the students move in. You're, these places are leased out. Correct. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. The graduate market flows that way. The graduate market is a little bit different, but very similar. The graduate market usually receives their acceptances around July 1st each year. And so they come to Kingston looking for places to live after they've found that, that spot and program. And they usually are doing their leasing in the first week of July. Usually by the end of July, all the graduates have found a place to live. And the market evaporates, basically. So what's really, really great is that for the longest time, graduate students have really had a tough time because they had to compete with all these undergraduate students. But basically, I've already leased up all the properties. And there's not a lot of stuff available for them come September. So we're really thinking of this property, given the smaller suite sizes, you know, the studios and the ones and the two bedrooms and the three bedrooms, they're going to be very attractive to master students because they're going to be people who want a little more privacy, who are used to having their own space, perhaps, or maybe had a big house before friends and now they want to have their own space, or a couple that might live together. So we've designed this building. I think it's going to be very attractive to folks who are in that stage of life. 
and they come online and they usually do their leasing about oh 90 days to 60 days in advance of the lease start date interesting um so what else i want to ask you about um appreciation rates so now you know if you look at big picture usually big cities like toronto will appreciate uh, real estate prices will appreciate a, at a faster rate on average over the long term compared to smaller cities. Yes. Very general statement, I know. Uh, but that's sort of the, the thinking I think a lot of condo investors will have is say, well, you know what? Uh, the cash flow looks good on this, but I don't think it's going to appreciate in value at all. Now, can you speak to that from your 10 years of experience in the market? Absolutely. So, uh, just about a month ago, I was going through some old records to get rid of them, and I happened to stumble upon a canceled check uh, from the lease that my, my partners, Bernard Nosker, and I had at a property at 260 William Street. We were housemates there, and the check was, was for a, for a five-bedroom house, sorry, a six-bedroom house, I apologize, and my share for my bedroom was $230 per month. <laughs> To further perspective now, the same size of house, we do have properties that are similar in location and quality to that one. The same amount now is a little a little less than $700 a bedroom. So quite a substantial swing from 230 up to $700 a bedroom in the course of 10 years. It's, it has been a very good market because the university keeps expanding and the supply, the supply is not kept up. There has been no large-scale developments completed to be able to take up that supply. So as naturally, rents rise as people start to compete for the best locations. And that's where the value is created in my mind, too. I mean, if you could invest into a property that's going to have cash flow from day one, but also have the ability for you to get capital appreciation and equity build-up, too, hopefully, as you're, if you're paying down a mortgage, it really is those three magic pillars in my mind of, of, uh, of why great investors choose real estate is a big part of the portfolio perfect um why student housing uh, again a lot of a lot of people skeptical about renting to students students are terrible tenants they're gonna break my appliances they're gonna put holes in the walls what can you what would you say to that it's a great question i'm <laughs> glad you asked that because i'm also a little afraid to answer but we really have found the magic bullet <laughs> it comes to housekeeping services that is the, the system that we've built of checks that we have allows for our residents to be able to live in the properties and be no different than any other resident. The concern in the past has always been the animal house mentality, but the reality is that's changed greatly over the last decade. What used to be a situation where if you get an undergraduate degree, you're almost guaranteed a job. Now, an undergraduate degree is basically high school. You have to do really well in university, especially undergrad, to get into a master's program. So consequently, what you're seeing more more and more is that people are wanting to do extremely well in their undergraduates to have the marks to be accepted to the next program. And what that's done is it's moved people from being in larger homes, you know, five, six, seven, seven people living together, into smaller suite sizes. So there's less action, less craziness, less partying, quite frankly. And we even build our suites with smaller um, living room areas to be able to, in, in our larger properties, when there's more than four or five bedrooms, to be able to actually make it harder to get a good big group together. But these suites we have here over university suites, you know, they're designed, again, studios, bachelors, and one. So it's very hard to get those big, large gatherings and crowds that might cause problems uh, in other properties. We, we have, don't get me wrong, we've got amazing amenity spaces where people can book in those spaces to do those kinds of things. But the reality is, is that we have a much more mature uh, 
demographic will be being in these type of properties to live there and, and to lease them. But again, just to, to, to hammer on the point, you know, we are kind of 10% of the entire rental market. The other 10%, let's say, is seniors, and there's the 80% in the middle where people just rent an apartment and you're on your own. Seniors housing usually comes with fully furnished. People check in on them all the time, make sure mom and uh, grandma and grandpa are okay. And we look at senior student housing as being a very similar cousin to that business where we rent them fully furnished. We have people checking in every two weeks or a month to make sure things are going okay and to touch up the suite, make sure that things smell great, and look for any damage that may have happened so that if anything has occurred, we're on it super fast. But 40% of our work orders come from our housekeeping staff who are actively looking to actually create value by reducing expenses. The faster you can repair something, the less likely it will be more damage that build up over time. And so those are the things that really make it work for us to be able to essentially have this fantastic uh, revenue stream, but then protect from the downside of expenses of high maintenance and turnover costs. And so just to clarify, so a, um, or was, is, is uh, housekeeping services going to be part of the University Suites condo, or is that just part of what you're saying, your current portfolio of rental properties under Varsity Properties? Uh, answer that is actually both. So we have set up for the Condo Corporation to be managed by Varsity Properties, and then Varsity Properties will also provide a resident services package. For folks that, say, uh, want to rent their suite and not live in it, they'll need a resident services system put in place, and we can provide that too. And so the resident services package allows us to take a percentage of the rent, and in exchange for that, find the residents or market the re for residents, find them, put them in the leases, and then include housekeeping services in that same fee to make sure that we are in there cleaning the suite for that owner's resident constantly every month. And so it's a whole turnkey package which allows for an owner to not have to worry about the hassles of actually getting the money in the door. All they have to do is sit back at home and collect the rent checks. Um, well, that's amazing, AJ. So you're really treating the asset in the first three years as if it's your own. It is, uh, and it really is our own because we are re relocating our home office to the ground floor of this building. So our face is right front center at the property's uh, main corner. This is our home, and we want to make sure that it, the property looks fantastic. It continues to stay leased uh, for a very, very long time because it's the reputation of our entire firm is staked on the success of the property. Wow, that's that's a really unique offer. Um, I haven't seen anything like that before, and I think it it really speaks to um, you know your brand as a company and the quality that you represent. I think, and just the 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 fact that you're in it for the long term, and you really want to have you know you're not just looking to make some money today and be number one, but you want to actually develop a brand uh, and develop a a pattern, I guess, of success and quality over the long term. That's right. This is just this one more step in the evolution of our of our brand and of the residents' experience. And we, we fully believe that there's an opportunity to create something that you can transplant from city to city, hopefully. So no matter where you have a child that needs to go to school someday, maybe down the road, you'll have the ability to choose a varsity property to lease from. That's amazing. Just in conclusion, uh, AJ, is there anything else that we should know about yourself or your company or about investing in this project? Well, the main thing is, is that we're very proud. Uh, th this particular opportunity is is very special because it'll take an area that has had you know a really good opportunity 
for re- urban renewal. Um, there's a lot of great things happening. There's a brand new streetscape that's being built by the city of Kingston, brand new light standards and brand new furniture on the new sidewalks, new roads. This is an incredible location that is getting a lot of support both from the city of Kingston and then from us bringing the concept here. And, and to be able to welcome a, a whole bunch of new clients to our customers, uh, sorry, clients to our company that we can you know, invest alongside with and, and be partners with, we're super excited. We, we can't wait to be able to unveil uh, the opening day of this property to all the new residents. It, it's, it's very special. I mean, I, I live only three or four blocks away from the site. And this is home. I always will be. And we're very excited to, to see University Suites come to life. That's great. Thanks again for your time, AJ. And uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you in Kingston. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, there was my interview with AJ Kelty. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I think this project is really unique, and um, I really think it offers something that every investor should have in their portfolio. I've learned a lot about the Kingston market uh, over the past few weeks from my conversations with AJ and his team, as well as my own research that I've been doing, and I think the this project is a surefire great investment to get into. If you're already a True Condo subscriber, then you should have already received the investor package for this from this uh, particular opportunity from me. If you're not a subscriber, then uh, what are you waiting for? You're missing out on a lot of good stuff that uh, I do not publish in public forums, and I only send to my subscribers. So make sure you go to truecondos.com and become one today. And again, check out the show notes for this episode at truecondos.com slash AJ. And I put up a video there, which is um, all about varsity properties and what they do and what makes them unique. And I think uh, you definitely want to check that video out as well. So check it out, truecondos.com slash AJ. Thanks for listening to this episode and thanks for all your support. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.